All right, welcome back to the Terminal Satan podcast. This is episode nine. I'm Jake Ledoux, and with me I have... Mezra. 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 How's it going, Mezra? How, good. Uh, good, I've been good. Any, anything interesting happened over the past couple of weeks since a, we recorded last? Not a damn thing. Um, watching a lot of Gus Johnson. Oh, Gus Johnson. Yeah, I knew classic. a little bit about him and then just started binging his videos again. Yeah, he's he's a bingeable creator for sure. I feel like he's mostly in the binge, like where I wouldn't ever subscribe to him. Yeah. And I would just every once in a while peek at some of his videos, really. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of those meme creators on YouTube, like K-Mac, I've, I've mentioned before, and uh, a, lot, a lot of those guys who you just want to check out every once in a while and forget about. Yeah, 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 no, totally. Good yeah. stuff, good content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lighthearted, fun. Yeah, I, I went... Um, I went camping in, in New York uh, the last weekend, I think it was. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Went to a friend of mine's land out there. We were like on an island in New York. No power or... I guess there was kind of internet because they had better cell service than my house does. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> a low that's bar, not saying Jake. much, really, because we can hardly load anything. But um, no internet, though. So we had to try to play music off of a record player. Oh, my god. A battery-powered gosh. record player. And not like double A's, oh. but even worse, it's like lithium-ion, but it has like no capacity at all. Oh, my God. So we'd put on like Michael Jackson's Thriller, which they happen to have there. Mm-hmm. And then like we get done with side A, and then we put side B, and it would start flickering in and out, and then it would be gone. And, and just just like that. That's horrid. It sucked, honestly. I, 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 the first, like when I first put the record on, I'm like, because I haven't really dealt with vinyl much at all. I was like, hey, this is kind of fun. I could get into this. And then like 10 minutes or maybe like two records in, I'm like, no, I don't. I never want to touch vinyl ever again. This sucks. You listen to like three songs and you got to flip the thing. I, I was amazed how short the sides are. Like, wow. cause I feel like cassette sides are longer than vinyl. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Obsolete format. No, no, Jacob, don't you want to struggle every time you want to listen to music? Yeah. Don't you want it to be a chore every single time? Well, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. I don't get it. I mean, I, I get it to a certain extent, obviously, because I listen to iPods, I listen to MP3s, I listen to CDs, cassettes. So I do all that shit. It's just the vinyl is where I draw the line, I guess. See, I don't, so I still don't get it. I yeah. still don't relate. <laughs> but you also don't really stream yet, too. You're like um, the iTunes stage in, in music history. It's not that I don't like streaming. I just haven't bought the subscription. Yeah. Also, I've spent so much money on the other thing that it's like, ah, You're boy. invested. I'm yeah. invested already. So, like, yeah. you, Jacob, if you had, like, $800,000 worth of vinyl. 800, you, okay, don't tell me. You have not spent $800,000 on iTunes. You I'm probably spent, being, like, like maybe $50 to Jacob, $100. Jacob, I don't think I've ever seen $800,000 in my life. I was just, I was <laughs> no, just, I know. Just I'm being just dramatic. saying, like, you are vastly over-exaggerating the amount of money. Well, it would take that much money to justify not switching to anything else because vinyl is ass. Yeah. Well, because one record probably costs, two records it costs more than your probably entire iTunes collection. Wait, are they actually that expensive? I was just joking. A lot, I mean, a lot of even new records go for like $40 for a single album. Ew. Yeah, that's, I mean, CDs go for 10. So I'm like, okay, it's the same price as iTunes. That's reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Records go for so much. Yeah. And it's not like they didn't know how to make them over a hundred years ago. So Mm -hmm. it's not new technology. And CDs make a little more sense because they have good quality and they're like, they they're, actually sound, they're better quality, like technically than streaming is. Right. So it's actually, there's there are somewhat advantages. Right. So CDs make sense. Vinyl, yeah. I don't personally get it. They're like, here. it's warm. It <laughs> sounds so warm. I love the feeling of it. If you're just collecting it to collect it, fine. But if that's like your main like music thing, like, okay. Oh, okay. I'll actually c- concede when it comes to collecting because I did happen to buy two records in the in the past couple of weeks for my first ever vinyl I don't know. They're not over my shelf. You're looking over okay, there. Yeah, I was looking over there for that. I, I pre-ordered them because they haven't come out yet. But if, a gunship um, off their last album, they released two singles like retroactively because they made music videos for them. So they released those as as like little seven inch like vinyl single things. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, hey, cool. I'll get like little artwork displays basically because I'm not ever gonna listen to them. Mm-hmm. But. I thought they looked cool. So I'm like, okay, I'll buy those. For, for those who don't know, Gunship is a um, oh, large yeah, battleship yeah, that's not from just Star inherently Wars understandable. that has guns. Yeah, and no, it's, it's, it's my Wars. favorite band. I'll just put it that way. Oh. Um, yeah. But Cool. That's, 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 I mean. that's pretty cool. But anyway, so we're going to move on here. Um, did you see Joe Rogan's news lately that sick transition though no what is joe rogan's news no okay so like <laughs> obviously there was the, there was a spotify deal right a couple months right, ago right, they announced, that. and then it's supposed to be september but they're actually like half delaying it because it wasn't working out very well oh because you think about it, joe rogan's podcast has always been like youtube so it's a video right right 
I mean, obviously there's the Apple podcast version, but it was never on Spotify, weirdly. It was on everywhere else. And then so they added it to Spotify, but it's supposed to be a Spotify exclusive from now on. Okay. So that'd mean like no YouTube or anything else. You have to like, delete his YouTube channel? Uh, I don't know if he's going to remove the old episodes, but new ones won't go on YouTube. Okay. So it's like, well, where does the video go? So Spotify's trying to add video streaming support to their app just for like Joe Rogan's podcast, basically. Just for Joe Rogan? Well, I'm sure it'll be available to other people, but that's, that's like their first time. And they're like, shit, this isn't working. And then so he delayed it till I think the end of the year. But his buddy's podcasts are on Spotify now. But the, the bigger thing that people have been talking about recently is that he moved his studio from, because he had like a studio in Los Angeles or okay. whatever. He moved it over to Austin, Texas. Okay. And he's like completely rebuilt it and redesigned it and everything. And people were saying it looks like complete ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kind of familiar with how it looked like before? Yeah, I do. Isha, could, could you do? pull up our yeah. uh, the new studio? <laughs> Slacking. So Isha yeah. is a um, foreign exchange child he's, that we adopted. Yeah, he, he's, he's our young gonna, Jamie. He's just going to help us. Um, pull that shit up, Isha. He's just going to help us work on some stuff. Joe Rogan, new studio. So my, my question is though, Spotify is investing a lot of money in this man. Oh, dude. He, when he first announced this, he was like, yeah, I'm selling out because this is like insane, insane amount of money. He got a lot of money. Like he got, I think he got in the order of maybe 100 to 200 million dollars. That's, that's what I heard. That's a lot of money for a podcast. Sure, I think that's a gym. <laughs> uh, yeah, go to that. Go to the ones where they got like the weird. Yeah, the, the top ones there. Yeah, they got like those weird, they call it the spaceship. It's like, a, it looks like a Sith chamber kind of thing. I don't mind that. It's weird and it doesn't really fit his stuff, but I don't care. I don't mind that. Well, if you look at like the, the photos of him, like the actual angles from the podcast, where it's just like showing him talking to a mic, like a lot of people don't, they, they find it like, first of all, ugly, but also just like distracting and, and like hard on your eyes after a couple. I would agree with that. Because he it's, has like four hour long episodes sometimes. Why the red? I don't, it's, it's red, everything's like, red bars and they got everywhere. those weird, like Aztec future designs in the background. Yeah. It's I think really that's kind of cool. I don't like the red though. You yeah. should make it brighter in there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I kind of wish he went just for, I mean, if, if I were building a podcast studio, I'd probably make something kind of like log cabin-y in a sense where oh, it's kind of like cabin-y. natural. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. Cause it's, it's relaxing, right? Yeah. That's, that's like you're in like a CIA interrogation chamber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like the Kylo Ren's trying to get shit out of you. No, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking more like escape pod. That's like a yeah. sector of a spaceship. None of those are very relaxing. Yeah, yeah. actually that studio is where Gunshit makes all their music. Yeah, <laughs> not far off, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I was just curious what you were going to think of that because... Yeah, yeah, no, I've never that's, seen that's that. Like the, you know, of... Joe Rogan's like the podcast celebrity, really. So it's it's news in the in the community, so to speak. I guess so, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Oh um, man, I wish I'm, that's a lot. Of, he made a lot of money. I know. I would be happy like if, if Spotify bought exclusive rights for us, which I would sell at any cost, by the way. Of course, yeah, that's <laughs> um, fair. I would be happy like, give me 10, 10 $20 <laughs> and that's all it takes. Jacob, not, no, 10000 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just 10, saying 000, like, but... there is no minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me a coffee and I'll give you exclusive rights. <laughs> well, you know, actually I found out recently because we use Anchor to distribute our podcast. Technically, in the terms of service, because we're wondering, like, what's the catch? Because right. it's entirely free and it's, like, better than all the other ones. Right. So, technically, we don't own our podcast. Oh, thank you, Jacob. <laughs> so, that that's usually the catch of stuff like that. They're like, oh, we actually reserve all rights to your intellectual properties. That's I don't, horrible. I don't know if they own Terminal Sane as a concept. I doubt that. But I think they just own the episodes that we upload. So, I have a question, though, Jacob, yeah. right? So, like, let's say we got into legal troubles for the art we made. Wouldn't those pass on to Anchor? No. Oh, damn. <laughs> no. I, I, I guarantee that they have something in their little terms of service that's like, and we also, you know. We we will defer any possible yeah. legal troubles you guys get in. That's not fair. So, How but, do you own something, but all your legal issues go to someone else? But I figure as long that's as they not, don't, as long as they don't own the legal. show itself, they only own those episodes, which I think is the case, oh. then I'm not worried about it because right now we're not making money, right? Oh, yeah. So if we were to spend like $15 a month to own it and host it ourselves, then we're actually at a net loss as opposed to just giving them the rights to our yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe if we start doing ad integrations or something, then we'll switch over. But I'm not concerned right now. Yeah, no. And I'm then at the, okay, say worst case scenario, they own the whole podcast. Yeah. Like, oh, we're Terminal Satan is coming to an end and we're now going to have like uh, Hyperspeed Satan or something, some other podcast. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. We'll just start over from scratch. Not a big deal. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting too. That isn't, yeah, yeah, whatever. 
So that's not that's worth it for at least yeah. now. I mean, there's always like there's always those catches with free things. Like, I, I this this was actually kind of surprising to me because I entered some photos into um a local town that we both live in. I'll just put it that way so we don't dox ourselves too much. But okay. Um, the local city, the one with the park in it, <laughs> they were doing a photo contest. Okay. And um, so me and Christian were both like submitted photos to it. Okay. And then after we waited like two months to find out the results. And basically we lost because everybody just picked the really shitty oversaturated photos that are just like, let me, let me center this flower directly in the center of the frame, get really close, take a photo and turn the saturation to 200%. Ew. That kind of photography. I hate that. Anyway, those are always what win in local photo contests. But I looked at the, the conditions like when I was trying to find out when they were going to announce the winners and it says every photo you submit is now the property of Saint, of, of the city. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> oh no. I guess I don't own those photos anymore that I actually used for commercial purposes. That's... That's oh man. That's, they do they they probably do that for legal reasons so they can But that's use your the thing is like everywhere. if it was a big city which it's not, I would be I would actually be kind of pissed. And I, but the thing is because it's such a small city, I'm sure that they're just doing that to cover their ass so they can show and sell the photos yeah, if they that, want to. That's why. And they don't have to worry about it. And mm-hmm. if I were to continue using those for commercial purposes, they're probably definitely not going to pursue any legal action. So they, that's not worth it. So time. it's not a big deal. So I so like like I, I don't have the rights, but at the same time, nobody's gonna stop me. It's like pirating things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's a that's a pretty nice segue that I can. Oh, like, okay. Use here. Yeah, take so it. So one of the things I want I wanted to talk about and tried doing research on before, but actually couldn't find anything was weird hobbies. Weird hobbies. Weird hobbies. Dude, I wanted that, to know what the could, weirdest. That's, that's like weird fetishes where you just literally name anything, and it, it exists, right? Pretty much. Actually, well, I feel like fetishes are a little bit more everything than hobbies, but. But do you have like a list of hobbies you want to talk about? I tried. I could, dude, I couldn't find anything that was good. The weirdest stuff is just collecting things. Yeah. Like people the, collect the weirdest stuff and it's not like like pee, drugs. Um, pee? I mean, I get collecting drugs. That's like collecting money. And yeah. <laughs> but pee? Oh, yeah, that's a thing. I mean, my first thing that came to mind, which is so boring and, and, and cliche, but I was thinking like, oh, stamp collecting. That's everybody's go-to boring hobby. That's so Because that's actually... Like, or at least it was really common. I know. Like, why? Like, everybody knows, like, an uncle who has, like, a coin collection or a stamp collection. I hope they feel fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dying with their pile of stamps. I know. I think, you know, it turns out, I think Vermont invented the postal stamp. Oh, did it? Oh, you talked about Isha, this. Isha, can you look that up? Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about that. I'm, I'm just curious that I couldn't find more weird things. It was listing a bunch of stuff that I didn't think was that weird, you know? I know. Like, okay, so stuff that I think is sort of weird, but I've slowly changed my mind is like LARPing. Remember that? Yeah. uh, Yeah. So here's the thing. I thought it was, so anybody who doesn't know, LARPing is live action role playing. So you just kind of pretend, you you, you play pretend. That's all it is. Yeah, it's. hmm. So my friend does it competitively. Competitive? How do you competitively? So this is, let me explain. This is how I, this is when I think I'm like, oh, that actually, that actually sounds fun. I do that. Okay. So they um have like organizations, like national organizations to um have these LARP like wars and you, and all your weapons and like stuff you make have to meet regulations. Yeah. They have to be the correct weight and lengths and you have like armor and there's like rules for how you die. Like if you get hit in the arm, if you can continue, you just yeah. can't use the arm, stuff like that. But then they have like these massive like like obstacle course looking things and they have like full on wars, like two hundred people. Okay. And like they just go to they just go all out. And it's kind of that's kind of cool to me. Yeah, like, I mean I just I'd hundred percent get the appeal to that because I can find analogies in my own life in my own hobbies that would be, you know, similar to that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, maybe if they did one that wasn't medieval, you know? I guess that's fair. I, I, I'm never sold on medieval. In fact, I'm turned off by medi- medieval things most of the time. You know what's kind of worse, Jacob? Yeah. Is that there are subsections of those people who are like, are the Jedis and they wear Jedi robes and they... Uh, yeah, isn't that worse? That's isn't that actually, so much yeah, worse? Yeah, it's actually worse. Because they're not in the context. They're not in the right context Well, because at all. the thing... Okay, here's the difference. Is that the, the, the knights in medieval times were a bunch of assholes who actually existed. Right. Whereas Jedi are just... Oh, whoops. Jedi are just um, made up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's what makes it cool versus not cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I find interesting is like when things being cool or not cool. Like... It's it's interesting how much of it just depends on the context of the thing. Yeah. Because like it's it's not like these people the knights say back in the day had the coolest 
um, designed armor from like the artists who who concepted all these ideas and all that kind of thing. Yeah, like no, they were just a bunch of shitty pieces of metal put together. They probably looked stupid. They probably <laughs> creaked as they walked around. Yeah, but but they were cool just because. I don't know, some other element to it. It's just like a, a factor of the time. and Well, they weren't wearing metal. Other people weren't wearing metal, right? Um, wearing metal? Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying like... Like they were, they were soldiers wearing metal. I okay, guess that think was about a newer like fighter concept. pilots, right? Okay. You, you see a fighter pilot in like a movie or something, and you're like, oh, that guy looks cool. He's got the aviators. He's got this little jacket. That kind of looks cool. But then you take, that, you take that same exact outfit and put it on a random civilian, and they look like an idiot. Yeah. It's it's all about like the other factors than just you know okay, what they're what wearing mean. or something. And I feel like LARPing, you just get what they're wearing and then not the other factors for uh, the coolness values. And so I, I, it might fall flat. But, but you know, with any role playing, if you're into it or like you're actually participating, then the coolness values go up for you. Oh yeah, I'm internally. just thinking in terms of simulating war. Yeah, and like if you die in a war, and I'm like, that sounds cool. <laughs> well, so what are there like permadeath or what happens there? Well, yeah, if you if you get hit in too many places, you're just dead and you're out and you just stay there for that war or like for what time frame? Because obviously, you um, don't just quit your LARPing career. Yeah, after no, that. You, yeah, I'm assuming for that war. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. That because that makes all the difference. I remember there was a game on Steam I saw a couple years ago that was an F first person shooter. But and if you die, if you, you die, you never get to play the game ever again. Who invented that? That's the worst. <laughs> That's the worst. I, I I would love it as like an art piece, as like the thing existing as like a piece of art. <laughs> oh my god! Because it's like <laughs> I just I think it's hilarious. But That's uh, horrible. How do you get good at the game? How do they have any players left? Well, okay. How do you get good at real life wars? Like you don't get you don't get to have a second That's chance after you die. That's not a game for entertainment. We're talking entertainment here. Okay, but simulation is entertainment for a lot of people. Oh my lord! We're talking about LARPers, right? You know. I know, but those guys get to play again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you know what I'm saying. Like, like you can yeah. you can make it. You just have to you have to strategize more cautiously. Okay, that's the worst hobby. Whatever that game. Do you know what that game was called? I don't remember. Ishai. <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay, let's pretend that game was called Shooty Shooty. Shooty Shooty. You're like, oh yeah, shooty, my shooty, hobby is I'm a Shooty Shooty player. I mean, I'm already dead, so I don't play. But like, that's my thing. No, 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 is no, no. You know what it would be? Is if, you were a, if you were a Shooty Shooty Die Die player, yeah. then you would be like, oh, I died after 500 hours. Well, um, let me start another Steam account and buy the game again. But how is that different from just playing again? <laughs> that lose, loses the one thing no, I'm that saying, it had I'm that saying was people different. would do that. Oh, more. Like, like, that's a... <laughs> Well, people do that for like Counter Strike because you know how Counter Strike has its whole competitive yeah. um, thing, and they they like sell skins for thousands of dollars and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know why. You really spend stupid your money. shit. That's stupid. Um, but a lot of people like to hack. You know, try to use cheats and aim bots and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, you get banned because there's anti cheat. So eventually, people will catch on to them and they get reported and they lose access to the game. Right. So what do they do? They create another Steam account and play the game again. Especially now that I think it's free, so that makes the barrier to entry way lower. Interesting. But why don't those people have lives? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Oh, did, you, did you find the game? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I did find the postal stamp thing. Apparently the postal stamp was invented in Great Okay, Britain. well there was something to do with Vermont with postage stamps that it invented. Yeah. Maybe maybe look up um things Vermont invented uh, while we're talking about other things. I'm just I want to see that list again. Yeah, okay, cool. Um all right, Jake, I think it's your turn. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm going to Skip my in-depth topics and keep going for the cheap ones. Yeah, let's for go now. for the cheap. Let's get yeah. the cheap ones out of the way. So, did you see the David Blaine thing? No. Okay. Well, you know who David Blaine is. I forgot. Yeah, I don't blame you. I didn't really know who he is, was either. He apparently he was a, he was a really famous musician, uh, not musician, magician. magician like uh, oh yes, I do know who like, David like Blaine Chris is. Like Chris Angel and stuff. I do know who David Blaine is. Is he the guy who put his who put the like the the stuff in his like hand and mouth? Let me Google it. I think uh, I know who this jackass. is. That's <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, David Blaine. Yes, this guy. He's, okay. he's pretty cool. What about him? Um, so he did a he did a stunt coming out of retirement recently, where he just literally took a bunch of helium balloons. Yep. And then held them, and then just floated away. <laughs> <laughs> like so, the, he upped himself. Yeah, he upped himself. Um, to, up to, I think like to twenty thousand feet or something like that. But here's the thing. Is when they released it on YouTube, like the day after it happened. But instead of just like a, you'd expect that to be maybe like a five to ten minute video, right? Maybe. Right. Yeah. It was like a two and a half hour documentary, <laughs> and then the whole thing was just David Blaine and his accent being like, I'm not gonna do the accent, but like, 
you know, I've always wanted to push the envelope. So I'm going to do for my baby girl. I'm going to go up and balloons. I'm going to make her smile at me floating away. They just talk about that for like two and a half hours. <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, he just floats. up, <laughs> And then it's, and it's, it's extremely boring because he's barely floating up. It takes ages and they have to keep cutting to get him higher. But, oh yeah, it was, it was basically everybody was talking about that. And it was super boring. There was nothing <laughs> interesting about it. I would much rather watch like the Felix Baumgartner or whatever who jumped like from the edge of space like what ten years ago. Or I think I know now. what you're talking about. Yeah, somebody beat that record recently. They did yeah. the same thing but higher. I heard that's way more interesting than uh, David Blaine of just floating up. <laughs> he has cooler tricks. Like, yeah, he, he like okay. You know what's funny? This, there's this trick he does where he takes a needle and he sticks it through his hand, and uh-huh. it's like. Okay, cool. I wonder how he does that trick, right? He just, and he's like, oh, let me explain the trick. So <laughs> I, I stuck the going. needle through my hand. Yeah. And we're like, what? He's like, if you just keep doing it, the nerves die and you can get it through. And I'm like, like oh, that's, that's not, that's that's not, not magic. Trick. That's not a magic <laughs> trick. That's just stabbing yourself until it goes through. But I guess that's kind of in the same vein as, um, uh, same vein as uh, <laughs> the sword swallowing where you just, yeah, but he, they're not pretending to be magicians. They're like no, performers. but that, that's like I guess he's a performer. That, that yeah. is, there's an overlap with that magicianship. It, it's still cool. It's still cool. He did like I the, guess <laughs> he did like the breathing fire thing or whatever, yeah. or, the, or the swallowing a fish. I think that was kind of the catch of the balloon thing. Was he's like, I'm not gonna use oxygen. But then when he's going up, they're like, use oxygen. And he's like, I don't want to. And they're like, use it. And he's like, fine. <laughs> and then he uses oxygen. I don't want to. <laughs> Suffocates, falls from 20,000 feet. Yeah, his, his daughter just sees that little dot. It's not like you can see David Blaine when he's 20,000 feet yeah, up. You just, just barely. Have, have you ever like had a helium balloon and just let it go yeah. before? And you just sort of, it just sort of floats away and you're like, oh. <laughs> it's kind of boring and then they're like stop doing it it's killing the turtles and the oceans it's, it's funny how whenever you let something go everybody's like oh where's it going the ocean like <laughs> like there's a whole globe but no it's the it's the ocean well i mean that is most of the globe <laughs> yeah well yeah it is most of the globe but how far is a helium balloon gonna get like uh-huh. say you're like in kansas yeah what are the odds of it getting to and both north and south are like basically landlocked all the way down yeah you're, you're yeah that's a fair point um but that's not gonna get that's to that. a, that's know. a very minor gripe <laughs> with society. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah, that's funny. Newton, yeah, breaking news: David Blaine's body is choking dolphins. Oh, so we do? Did that say we invented fly fishing? Because that is very boring. We invented fly fish. Oh, oh, Ishai has his list. Oh, look, out. our first globe factory. Oh, the, for context, we're watching a a list Ishai pulled up of what things have been invented in Vermont. Shit, you're scrolling too fast. I don't know what any of these are. Invented the iron cooking of it. Show me something interesting. We're we're a boring state. Laughing gas. Wait, what? Wait, what? We invented laughing gas. Yeah, we did. Wait, that's big. That's, that's bigger a than big stamps. One. Hey, well, I, hey, you're scrolling too fast. Well, I want to see. Shy, stop. <laughs> Apparently, no, we you skipped. I wanted to see the ones above between spoon. this and. the... Uh, uh, stop being a jerk and scroll right. Oh, it's like, oh, he, he didn't invent the blackboard, but he was the first one to use it in a classroom. Oh so my that's, God, that's uh, stupid. That's not worth anything. No. They're stupid. Blackboards are dumb. Whiteboards. Okay, so I guess our first snowflake photographer, but I mean, oh, you'd expect cool. that to be in the region, I guess. Yeah, I guess that would be somewhere here. Uh... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. There's probably some interesting things in there. Just, just give us a shout if you see anything cool. Um, anyway, yeah. So we're, we got we got a long way to go before we have um, young Jamie status, but <laughs> <laughs> but we're, we're getting there. We'll train him. Um, so hey, I've I've I don't know if I want to get into. Okay, actually, I want I want to talk about something that's. It could be a big topic, but it could also be a very small two-sentence topic. Can I do topic. a small one before we get into that one? Oh, yeah, go ahead. All right, go so ahead, Jacob, go ahead. I, so there are many, many biological things on this earth that cause humans pain. You know what I mean? Like you've got stinging insects. you got stinging animals. Stinging animals. Stinging animals. Like, you know, like the bullet ant. And then once we get through all the stinging types of things, we can move on to biting. Oh, no, we no, we're not going to go to biting. Yeah, we're we're going we're gonna to skip biting for now. Okay. So... So poison. I'm, I, I kind of have to warn you. This name is gonna strike fear into your heart. Okay? Oh, I'm sure it will. By the way, you said that. Yeah, this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna shatter your soul. So be okay. very careful. Uh huh. I'm gonna say it 
I'm gonna say it. Okay. Okay. It's a, it's it's called the Gimpy Gimpy plant. <laughs> the Gimpy. <laughs> So, I'm imagining a plant wearing like BDSM like leather <laughs> outfits. <laughs> so have you heard of the gimpy gimpy plant? Um, no, I haven't. So um, let me pull it up right quick because there's a there's a quote I'd like to um, reference. Um, it's also called the suicide plant. <laughs> I like that name. You like that better? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, like imagine so. a plant that just kills itself. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why, Jacob. So this this guy can sting you, right? Okay. Um, where is that? Oh, I found it. Okay. So this thing can sting you, but it doesn't sting you like any normal thing. So it has micro fibers like that oh. inject poison. And the problem mm. with that is that it's covered in these things. And they're so like very, every point is dangerous. Every it's, part of the plant is dangerous. Okay. And it's very, I don't remember where these things live. Um, I thought it's some other place. Australia. Of yeah, course of it's course Australia. it's Australia. Of course, freaking Australia. The stinging can last up to two years. <laughs> <laughs> and it's unbelievably painful. Really? To, to the point that people have killed themselves. That's why it's called the suicide plant. Oh, so the yeah. plant doesn't kill yeah, itself. Yeah, no, the plant doesn't kill itself. <laughs> Suddenly the gimpy gimpy is a little more dangerous. Yeah, this, this, there's why a Why don't they give it an actual like... Like danger, danger kind of name instead of like, oh, let me look up what plant this is. This looks interesting. Well, it's oh, probably it's named by gimpy. indigenous people, like the average, aber, aber, what are the aboriginals? Aborigines. Aborigines. Yeah. They, they probably named it. Um, well, the, then let's rename it. Yeah, let's <laughs> rename it. Because we everything else. Well, we call it the suicide plant, which still has a little bit Fair. more kick to it. Yeah. Um, but so I feel this, like you're not going to see that in a, in like, if you have a book of plant species references, you're right. not going to see the suicide plant. Yeah, you're just going to see gimpy the, gimpy. It's going to be like Cornelius Abenonius or something like that. Actually, its name is Dendrocnide Mori, Mor, Moroid. I can't read Latin. Yeah, that was butchered. I know, I know. Sorry. So this guy, Ernie Ryder, got, got slapped in the face and torso with the foliage Ooh. in 1960. How big are these things? I don't. Um, they're here's a picture. They're very normal plant sized. Oh, oh, like, so like like kind of fern. Yeah, area? yeah, they're ferny. Like um, he says for two to three days that the pain was almost unbearable. I couldn't work or sleep. Then it was pretty bad pain for another fortnight or so. Fortnight. Yeah, um, that's a word that's been destroyed. <laughs> the stinging persisted for two years and every and recurred every time I had a cold shower. There's nothing to rival it. It's ten times worse than anything else. Wow. So what happens is the fibers embed themselves in you and you can't find them. So you can Ooh. get most of them out, but they stay there. Oh, That's oh, why. I th I, okay. I think maybe this is like comparable on like the very, very low end of the spectrum. Okay. But like if, if you deal with like fiberglass, sometimes those, those little bits of fibers will like break off and get into your hands. Yeah. Like I, I have this happen to me all the time. When I'm dealing with like carpentry tools. Yeah. Some of them have fiberglass and it just every once in a while when your hand touches something, it just like hurts. Mildly, I'm assuming and you're like, that's the you same. can't get it out, and you see them there, but you can't get them out. Yep, yep. That's so. I think maybe it's the that's like thing. kind of a similar thing. I think I th it has been compared to fiberglass, but I heard the pain is worse because it's a poison. Um, so it's got an interesting look to it. Yeah, it's very large and flat and ferny. At least I feel like I would be able to recognize that if I saw it. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it looks like it's got. Little like butt hairs all over it. But basically. here's the thing: I've never heard of this plant before until until now. Well, yeah. Thankfully, now that you've told me, I can avoid it. So the question is, though, you go into the nature, right? You don't know what is the special dangerous thing that you should be looking out for. Yeah. You need a professional, and uh -huh. I'm still gonna forget and bump into something, you know. Yeah, I, I I've done that with uh, the poison ivy. Always gets you every once in a while. Yeah. Have you ever, you've gotten poison ivy, right? Very very lightly, and it wasn't bad. Oh really? I, I've been very fortunate I've when had it comes it to nature. Bad, like, like I remember. <laughs> recently, I had it not so bad. Where I just had it in the like side of my leg, and it, it went away after like a month. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it lasts a while, but it wasn't too bad. But I remember there was one time when I was a, a teenager, early teenager, and like my the whole bat, my whole calves were just covered with it mm -hmm. in the huge bubbles, and it was disgusting. It's horrible. I had to wear like pajama pants all the time, <laughs> so yeah. they wouldn't get too disturbed. Oh god, yeah, that's no, it's pretty bad. Absolutely disgusting. So like the only the, what they usually do for the um gimpy gimpy plant is they put wax on like a strip and then they wax the area that you were oh sort of yeah just rip just cut and take out a chunk of the skin and just remove it that's not what they do but yeah no I'm saying like just do that <laughs> okay yeah and then fill it in with like um plastic or something interesting yeah just I mean just yeah that's a that's a that's a good branch just to go down in terms of the curing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a two-year disability. But I guess it could be lifetime if somebody actually decides to kill themselves off of the pain. Yeah. I, 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 that's, that was that's my extreme. first like initial question in my head about that was like, what's the curve here? How, like, it, Obviously, it's super painful at first, but 
like at what rate does it go down yeah, over that and two like years? How yeah, how extreme does it get yeah. over time? Because um, maybe maybe it's like it's it lasts for two years, but like the first bit super painful, and the rest of it's like mildly, but apparently not so. But yeah, ho- hopefully that's the case. <laughs> so what's your larger um? What's your larger? Well, actually, I, I, before I get into that, I wanted to get in. I, well, I wanted to bring something up that I thought about recently. That's kind of relevant to um, waxing or or the cutting into your skin. Okay. Um, I was thinking because we got tattoos, right? That, that's like a way to have art on your body. Oh, in I was gonna sense. say like we own, we ha- currently have them. I'm like, no, I don't. No, have neither of us have tattoos. Are, are you, speaking of that, are you ever plan on getting tattoos? Probably not. Probably not. I kind of feel the same way. I might, I might get like a tiny one, maybe, but yeah, I, don't if like, anything. I don't plan on it. It'd be something that would just happen. Nothing matters to me enough to get it tattooed. Also, my parents would hate the idea, but yeah, a but lot for of, me, I don't have anything that I care about. Enough. A lot of the women I know are like, I've got this phrase in, in French or Japanese or Spanish or something. Mm-hmm. They're like, I need to get that tattooed on my ankle. It's always the <laughs> freaking ankle. I don't get it. I don't but know. anyway, but I was thinking like, okay, you got tattoos. That's cool. I want something more badass than that. Okay. Like, like say... Say you wanted to get something like fucking satanic tattooed on you. What's what's more satanic Jesus. than a tattoo, Christian? Uh, not Christian, Mezra. Satanic what's, than a tattoo. What's a more satanic way to put a design on your body than a tattoo? Branding. Yes, um, <laughs> but but no, that's oh. not my answer. But that's actually a really good alternative. That's why riddles are I was are thinking stupid. like, okay, so when you get cut really bad, you get a scar from it. Yeah. So what if you just had a professional? Cut a design into your body to leave scars in that shape. It wouldn't be as cool as branding. Branding would be more detailed. Jacob, what what is I with the satanic? Cool. Okay, what is with the satanic thing you've been on recently? No, I just thought like, what's more badass than a tattoo? Oh, scars. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I like that's a cool idea. It yeah. actually is a cool idea. I, I think it's pretty. I, I actually looked it up, and I think it is a thing called scarification. But I'm not sure how popular it is. Huh? But it, it is a thing. Jacob is all on the sat- Satanist stuff. I think he's a Satanist. I'm, I'm going to say uh, that right on no, the podcast. But also, no, but he is. He's told me. I, just, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's all interesting. I like, I like the iconography and the theming. I guess I get that. Um, but, so um, speaking of... Here's branding, kind of though. Brand, isn't branding like... The, what does it look like when it's done like, after like a, a mark. while? It looks like a mark. Well, uh, a mark, yeah. But I mean, like, what does the mark look like? As in, like, the mark doesn't look like it's a, it's a burn. It looks okay. like it's like a... It's like it's pretty. It's pretty okay. Because okay. I was thinking, because I want something a little sharper than just like a big, bubbly kind of weird molded flesh kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not gonna look like that. Yeah, okay. it'll look. It'll look well, it's, maybe it's branding pretty, is a good alternative, though. Maybe that might be more painful. I think. No, I think they. I think they'd be equally painful. Yeah, I, I <laughs> maybe. Don't, not, I don't have a very high threshold for pain, but I'm only no. I'm only talking because my friend Alex branded my friend Alex. Wow. Nothing. Well, I said what do you was brand wrong. them with? Um, I think they took a paper clip and and a lighter. <laughs> no, I mean, okay. So, like, what is the what is the shape? UVM. <laughs> so UVM is a school I go to. No, so they, bad idea. Yeah. Bad idea. It's not a good school too, which is funny. It's so like they, it's a decent school, but like, like you you see bumper stickers on people's cars about what college they go to, yeah. and you're like, wow, I don't care. Yeah. Now imagine having that branded on your. He body. just wanted to know what it would feel like. He also got. They also waterboarded him. He's like, yeah, oh you feel like you're drowning. I'm like, really? <laughs> no shit. Yeah, is, that, is that what it feels like? <laughs> you needed them to pour, you needed them to do it to you to be like, oh, that's drowning for real. Yeah, that's, that's drowning. All right, I got it. That's it. That's the one. Um, speaking of which, I think I've talked about this. I talk about this kind of every now and then because I think it's a cool idea. There's someone who likes to tattoo, um, who offers a service where she tattoos burn victims and tries to make their oh. skin look like nice again, which is a super cool idea. What if a burn victim just like dyed their whole skin red or something? Like the opposite, or, or blue, or something. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean just like an entire, like just a like color. like an entire, yeah, not like matching the burn color. Oh, I thought you meant like matching the burn, <laughs> which, it, which isn't really red. I think it's like a dark, but just I'm just saying, like, what if they just went really crazy with it? Oh, yeah. Um, That's a little too much. But no, I, I see the value in that. Yeah, but I would, see it too. Would tattoos really match the color roll that well? They, they, she's really good at like matching skin tones. Oh, that's cool. Because yeah. a lot of color tattoos I see just look like shit. Yeah. You know, they don't look very good. That's why if I were to get a tattoo, it would just be black. Yeah, no, just I, I just, black. I just simple, simple design that's black. So it's easily readable and it's not, you know, the weird and like a faded blue or something that looks dumb. I don't like tattoo sleeves. It looks, like, it looks like they dipped their arm in like ash. <laughs> I, there's good ones and there's bad ones. I've seen I've seen some I like. I wouldn't ever get them myself. Um, I just don't like when their entire arm is covered in like designs, and then it, it just looks bad to me. It looks yeah. like graffiti. 
Really? Yeah, I just no, don't I, like I it. Think, I think it suits some people, honestly. Oh, but okay. I see some people who have, like, they, they get the sleeves, that, and this is pretty common, but, like, across their whole freaking body. Like, their legs, their arms, their torso, yeah, everything. Yeah, I know. It just looks terrible to me. That's well, my I opinion. Well, I think any, nothing, no amount of tattoos, unless they were, like, you know, obviously within reason, no no swastikas and such. I'm, I'm not talking about those. But no amount of normal tattoos is worse than a face tattoo, I think. I think one face tattoo... Of a, of a sufficient size is worse than any other type of tattoo anywhere. I disagree. You disagree? I think if a girl got a small, cute heart on her cheek, it'd be better than some guy with arm and leg ta- sleeve tattoos, Jacob. What the uh, hell? I don't know. Okay, but... Maybe, she has a cute little heart maybe. on her cheek, and you're like, maybe, nah, okay, dude, you're, I okay, Maybe you're changing my like- mind a little bit. <laughs> But, it's cause you, you but whenever you see the goddamn face tattoos, they're not a little cute little no, heart. No, they're not. I, they're freaking like a Jesus thorn crown or I was, something I was stupid playing, like that. I was that. playing the bounds you gave me. But yeah, yeah. I, you, for unusual occasions, I would agree and with see, you. See, I was trying to prepare for that by saying no swastikas yeah, no or swastikas. any other thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, the people who get swastika tattoos. That's there just some mentally, bad tattoos. mentally ill. There's the, why are we going this tattoo one? I don't want that to be a topic, but here it is. <laughs> There's a show called, um, I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> I don't job. remember what it's called, but they basically like trust each other to tattoo each other. Oh yeah, well like, that's like like the reality shows where they do that. They're probably the ones you're talking about. Where like they're, they're trying to compete to be the best tattoo artist. Oh, no. and then like they have their friends come in to get a tattoo that they don't even screen first. Like they don't even get to see it before they get it done. Oh, I think this one, this whole one was only that part. Only that part. <laughs> yeah, and it's Either usually way. and it's usually like. They're usually like, we're best friends, but secretly I cheated on her boyfriend. Like, <laughs> and so like the tattoos are always horrible. And it's like, what did you expect? Yeah. And they're always mad, which I get that you're mad, but it's like, well, you okay, think about this. this. You, if you're you the one making there. that show, you're not going to pick the friends no. that are going to be like, oh, I tattooed your favorite game on here. No, and they're no, like, no, oh, no. thank you. And they're like, where's the drama? Yeah, they're no, going to pick the friends pick. that are like, like you said, they cheated on yeah, each yeah, other. They're and, total, all that kind of shit. That's Horrible always how people. reality shows work. Really weird people. It's yeah, yeah. Let no, me just put it, it out there: never ever get a tattoo that you have not seen <laughs> before they apply it to you. No, you don't have to tell people that; they should know that. That's that's but common people sense. Still do it. I know, and they deserve it because they're idiots. Yeah, that they deserve that because they know that what they're is doing. So dumb. So dumb. I don't. I don't believe in warning people. You should just figure life out. What I find interesting is when people go into tattoo shops and they just browse the designs that are already there, and they're yeah. like, oh, "Okay, I'll, I guess I'll pick that one." It's like really. Like if I were to go to get a tattoo, I would probably design it in Photoshop or something at a yeah, time, yeah. so I know exactly what I'm getting. I'm like, "Look at this. Draw it on a piece of paper for me." And yeah, then, draw it on. A piece and then, <laughs> let me see if you can do it. <laughs> yeah, which they do. Tattoo yeah. artists do that, and then um, and then I'll maybe let you do it. Jacob gets the Orthrus symbol tattoo. <laughs> that would be kind of, that would actually be a suitable tattoo. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool because it, it's classy and it's simple. Mm-hmm. You know, not to bark up our own tree too much. Well, no, we're, just, we're just saying it's not a, like a very offensive tattoo. We it's just not, took a freaking like out. ancient like Times New Roman O kind of thing, and then <laughs> and then split it a little bit. <laughs> so, there's nothing more classy than that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty dope looking. It's pretty classic, but um. Yes, tattoos and bodies and all that kind wow. of shit. I didn't think that one would go that far, but it did. Oh, and I still haven't even gotten to the topic I was going to originally talk about before the other topic. No, in between the other topic. Right, We're right. There like all sorts of branching recursive topic here, hit paths me. here. Um, is cannibalism really all that bad? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about this recently. Like, like I, I get that cannibalism is bad for a society and that it doesn't help the survival of humans because... In order to sustain it on like a pork level or something like that, you have to farm humans, which is really unethical. But I'm like, if if a human died, and they and they were like, hey, when I die, I, I want somebody to eat me. How how unethical is it to actually eat a human being's flesh if it's like ethically? Um, Everything I say, thing. you're gonna know though. And it's going to be like, well, yeah, duh. Everything I'm about to say, you're going to be like, though. I'm not the only Oh, you want member. me to go at this? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's go this. Okay, so you're not talking to me, obviously you're talking ethics to other are subjective. The only reason why ethics exists is from a predisp- a societally yeah. developed consciousness of, oh, this is fair and this is yeah. unfair. And it, it varies from person to person, culture to culture, which I bet you there's some cultures. Actually, there, there are, are some cultures. native tribes that do that. Yeah, yeah. So, but the, so the problem with that is that the problem with sentience, right? You, you, those are sapiens. Yeah. Sapiens. sapiens. Where you, you understand that what you're eating was something that was a person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Which is why it's such an issue. Oh, morally. I mean, I understand the idea. I'm just curious what your personal opinions are on it. 
I, I think it's only acceptable in survival situations. Only, okay. Like, so you like, do not so have So food. even if you had ethically, um, like, if you had meat that was given to you ethically, human meat, you would, you would say it would be wrong to eat that? No, that's, wait, why? What do you mean eth- human meat that was ethically given to Acqui- me? Eth- ethically acquired. Like, the person who, who's, who was that meat, <laughs> um, like, they, they consented to having their meat consumed by other humans. I'm trying to come up with a situation where it's ethically acquired. I heard that human meat acquired. is repulsive. Like, it tastes horrible. So I probably well, well, yeah, wouldn't Yeah, but people it. would say that, wouldn't they? That's subjective. You can't prove whether or not like I'm just saying like they would say that to was, discourage people from eating human meat. Right, right, but but I, I, they ate human meat, so why would they have that predisposition in the first place? Oh, the oh, people who have eaten it have, have eaten it has been like, oh, this tastes horrible. Okay, fair. That's what I've heard. So yeah. I, I'm assuming it tastes bad. I probably wouldn't. I don't know what I do. I'm actually, maybe, I, I, maybe, maybe I, I, I try it. Yeah. I don't. Frick, I don't want to. I don't want to make this come across like I'm like. Jacob's so interested in finding and, and eating human meat. Jacob's just, a Satanistic cannibal. <laughs> I'm a nihilistic agnostic. I'm trying to, whenever a measure is going in the opposite direction, I have to push extra hard in the direction I'm going in. So this is extreme. But uh, Well, I've been pretty um, compliant here. Yeah, I know, pretty compliant. But I mean, you know, convincing people to do cannibalism is... A hard thing to do. A hard thing to do. I don't know. But, I so don't know. Would you, but so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. So you would maybe try it? There's a lot of factors. Whether or not I... Um, want to be known as the guy who ate humans. <laughs> um, how the yeah. food is prepared. Absolutely. If it looks like a steak, right, and it smells like a steak. Well, they're not going to give you a human head. Like in this situation, yeah, if, if it's, not, if it's, in it's like, like a It's head. like a nice cut, whatever that would be from a human. I don't know. <laughs> Probably anal- analogous to like a cow or something. Analogous, yeah. And that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm always bad with the freaking which part, what syllables do you enunciate? Oh, me too. Dude, voluminous. I keep yeah. saying voluminous. Yeah. Which isn't a word. Because you it's pronounce voluminous. it volume. Yeah, so I know. when you modify the word, God damn it. It's not my fault. But, sorry, it's, it's completely, I'm sorry. It's completely my fault, but I still get tripped up. And it's, it's their fault for stupid words. <laughs> it sounds cool. I just yeah. keep forgetting it's a word. I keep saying voluminous. <laughs> I hate how in English we got like, we've got so many different rules that we use. But like everybody talks about that, but I mean, how we the rules that we use to create the words in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like taking a word and making it past tense. There's two different rules that we typically use. There's like, um, there's there's the one where you add the ed to mm-hmm. the end to make it past tense, and there's the other ones where they just change the vowel in the middle to make it past tense. Yeah, and we just flip flop back and forth between the two of them, and then sometimes we, sometimes we would break both rules. I'm I'm assuming there's a, well there's the word weird, which is weird because you know ei. What what's weird What's weird about it? Ei. Oh, because it breaks e out. Yeah, but that rule C. is broken like every other word. Yeah, so it is. I never that's even true. thought of that as a rule in the <laughs> no, first place. It's not the best rule if it doesn't apply to Even though it's the one everybody remembers. Yeah. <laughs> well, only on the Terminal Satan podcast can we flop from cannibalism to English so quickly. <laughs> on a dime. It took a second to switch <laughs> topics like that. Uh, <sighs> yeah, but so going back, personally, I think it's only acceptable when under, under survival conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, not like you don't like murder them and then eat them. I well, mean, like absolutely they died. not. And it's not something I would ever seek out. But were were I in somehow like a, a TV show where that was a situation I was prevent, presented with? Oh, I see. Okay. I, I would. I would I'd have it. to think about it. I, I might even change Jacob my mind would, when I actually get up to seeing the meat. Yeah, that's also. But I feel like I would be somewhat okay with trying it just out of curiosity, like a bite. Of course. But then again, I might just throw up as soon as I see it because, you know, you know how that kind of stuff is when you're there in person. We're not meant to do that, I don't think. No, and if Ex- when you know, like obviously you could probably easily eat it. It would probably taste weird if you, if you thought it was something else. Oh, yeah. But knowing it will just play with your stomach. Yeah, it will. The fun thing, the funny thing is you can't, We. it's in nature. It's it's everywhere in nature. Eat a cannibalism? Cannibalism. It's everywhere. Well, you know what's interesting is like... Even herbivores. Well, we're so opposed to cannibalism as a society that like... I remember, I think the Facebook founder, obviously, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. He had a co-founder who like kind of funded the thing. He was the business major. And, you know, so he helped out with stuff on that end. But he he was in this thing where he was trying to get into like a thing in a, a, a club in Harvard. You know, one of their like, like really prestigious little... Not a fraternity, but similar to that. Yeah. Um, but he was trying to get into one of those and one of like the hazing activities is they give you a chicken you have to take care of it and take it everywhere you go for like a week or something like that and then at one point he was like eating chicken nuggets in the cafeteria and he fed it to the chicken and then somebody saw that and they put that into like the Harvard newspaper and it was a controversy that he's like never lived down ever since and everybody was like giving him shit for feeding chicken to a chicken and I, I was thinking it's kind of screwed up uh, is it? yes I don't, I don't really yes, honestly Jacob? see the big deal 
if I'm being honest. Well, I, you're feeding it itself. It's not, but that's, uh, I get. Does it, the chicken it, care? Jacob, you te- no, but it's technically wrong. It, okay. It's technically slightly wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not opposed to thinking of it as wrong. I just, my brain doesn't inherently see that as wrong. I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand. Well, wrong is freaking subjective, Jacob. Yeah. It's societally driven. Yeah, but generally like nine times out of 10, I agree with society's ideas of wrong and right. But Jacob, that's because you were born in the society. Yeah, and that, why is that one one that I don't really think about? Because it's, because it varies. It, it's, 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 okay. Like you have cultures, right? Okay. And they all cultures. have their own ideas of what, where these morals come from. Yeah. And those morals get embedded and they, they start to change as you get more finite as like, okay, we all agree on a fundamental level. It's wrong to kill people. That's usually the one yeah. that everyone agrees on. As you get further away from that, it starts going everywhere. Like mm-hmm. a fractal, it goes everywhere, yeah, which yeah, way. Yeah. And you have, and, and you can lead to people thinking maybe cannibalism isn't that wrong. <laughs> Which is which fine. I'm not saying, by the way. He's not saying. He's just saying he doesn't. He doesn't. I'm, see I'm an just trying. I'm trying to it. consider why what makes it wrong. And well, you well, know, why don't we kill the weak? Why don't we kill the weak? Yeah, it's better for the rest of us if we kill people with problems. With pro- also like medical issues and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like stuff that could be genetic, and we can end the gen- genetics. It yeah. makes sense to well, save more people yeah. and sacrifice smaller people who are already suffering. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, but nobody wants to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you sound upset. <laughs> well, well we, we we hook we hook old people up to these huge medical machines. Yeah, and, and uh, what we. I, what I love on the flip side of this is that there's people like who are sick, and they're like, "Please just give me the right to to die." Like, die. And they're, and they're like, like, "No." no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually think this. It's again, I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I what I actually do think, um, I think we should take the worst prisoners and put them to work. That's, yeah, you've, you've said a, that. I'm saying that, I say that all the time because I don't get it. We're paying money for these freaks of nature <laughs> to be alive, and it does like they just sit around and do nothing. Make them do what we don't want to yeah. do. Make them haul nuclear waste into like <laughs> facilities so that we can have more nuclear <laughs> power in this world. Like just, haul, like like just holding the nuclear waste directly. Well, whatever, just, however you would do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> driving the trucks. Yeah, that driving the truck, carrying yeah. the barrels and the little. Tr- yeah, truck, then they freaking turn the truck and drive it to like Russia, and somehow they drive it to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sell it to them. Yeah, Cause okay. Because Russia doesn't have their own nuclear waste. Well, why would they want the waste? Can you uh, do something with oh, the waste? Oh, you know, there would be, there is something that you could do with waste that's news recently, Mezra. What, actually? And uh, I'm specifically I'm mean nuclear waste and not just human waste or something. <laughs> um, there's, Isha, I would love you to look this up as I'm talking about it so you can fact check me. It's like, I think it's like a nano diamond battery or something to that extent. It's supposed to be, it's like a battery thing that they're coming up with. It's basically like a, an RTG, a radio, um, radio electric, ther- no, radio thermoelectric generator oh. in spacecraft, but it's like, like a little microchip version, a radioactive thermoelectric generator. So like you put a little bit of like radioactive decaying material in there and it just emits power. That's continuously. so cool. Like, That's why have we so not done cool. this before? That's so cool. Like, we can use our, we can put our waste to use, which is already a problem. Which def- and then it the solves the like one of the most fundamental problems in electronics right now, which is power and and um, batteries. That's like, so cool. I hope that's a thing. That's uh, super nice. That would, I would it would encourage nuclear power. Yes. It it takes care of the waste. <gasps> Excuse me. Yes. Takes care of the waste problem, mm-hmm. and then um, and then you don't have to freaking charge your phone. You generate, <laughs> you generate power. Yeah, from the imagine your battery recharged itself. <laughs> like this is the coolest thing. And my, my brother initially sent me this, and I was kind of skeptical because sometimes he sends me things that are a little bit yeah, sketchy. Yeah, a little bit sketchy. <laughs> um, if he's listening, you know I love you, but <laughs> you know I can be skeptical about stuff like that. But then I'm actually seeing it come up more and more in actual like legitimate conversations, like with real scientists, and I'm like. Wait a minute. Is this something that we're really considering? Um, yeah, nano diamond batteries are what they're called. Acting like I, tiny I, I was thinking generators. nano instead of what you said. But well, what did I say? Oh no, you might have said nano. I, th- I thought I said nano. Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe you didn't say nano. But this is so cool. This is a legitimately cool invention. Yeah, this is one of those things that's like an aha moment, and then also like, oh, it just sounds so good. And you know what's gonna happen, Mizra? What? <laughs> they're gonna say, I don't want to put 
a radioactive material up to my head. I'm I not going to buy this. We got to protest this and make it illegal. The ironic part is that it's already radioactive. Yeah, that whole fucking thing is radioactive. <laughs> the whole <laughs> thing's already. Yeah, every, everything's ra- you're, Lots the, of radiation. Oh, by the way, your, your eyes are radio, uh, radioactive sensors. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> just get over it at some point, please. Um, yeah, people don't realize that a lot of things. Are, you know, uh, you know uh, orange ceramic is radioactive. That's interesting. Yeah. Just the literally, the radioactivity is radioactive. everywhere. It's everywhere. Everything is radioactive. Like obviously, there's limits. Like like they, <laughs> in like the 30s and 40s and, and that kind of era. You know that era. Where yeah. they, they're like radioactivity is it's the future. So like they they're like oh let's make some like glow in the dark clocks and yeah, just yeah, glow yeah. In, let's make everything glow in the dark but let's use radioactive material. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was like dying of horrible deaths because uh-huh. they were sitting in these factories assembling fucking radioactive clocks yep. and shit. There was watches. Just because and they're they like, would, ooh, it glows. And they were, <laughs> they were like, they were, they were like, <laughs> it glows. That's funny. So what they would also, so what they would do, obviously people probably know this, like in like watch factories, they would paint the numbers with glow in the dark. Exactly. Yeah. And they would lick the um, brushes. Jesus Christ. To like wet them and then dip it in the radioactive stuff and then not wash it and then lick it again. Which I don't know who anybody using paint, paint something and then licks yeah. the brush again. Like when has paint not been like deadly? Yeah, it's <laughs> just like that's such a bad idea but yeah they had no idea and then they all died wow big surprise there it's, it's amazing you look at those things if we could if we can make nuclear waste a battery that yes that's so cool and in quick sidetrack here you're talking about like licking a brush over and over yeah people use licking as like a, a sort of a, a little tool that they have in their tool belt whenever they're dealing with things like at everyday tasks i cannot stand when people lick either money or papers when they're flicking through them to be yeah. able to use them better they before they hand them to me. Yeah. Stop doing that. <laughs> I've, I've worked as a cashier. I was able to very quickly, I, I was always praised for how fast I was because I, I was a pretty quick at my job. Yeah. I never once ever licked my hands during that because, and I was able to give people clean cash, relatively speaking, that wasn't licked by me. I wasn't injecting fucking ass money into my mouth by licking my <laughs> finger over and over again. I was able to do it all fine without licking, so stop doing it. Here's my thing. It's You're disgusting. touching the money. You lick your hand and then you touch the money again. Yeah. You, there's so much bacteria on money. Yeah. No, like, this, that this, stuff goes it's everywhere. Money is one of the worst things. So much bacteria on money. Yeah. And then also like it's just disgusting. I don't want your saliva all over shit. You're going to hand to me. Anyway, that's a little, uh, just, that's a pet peeve. I hate it. No, I, I'm, I'm so, completely so on that. so common. I'm completely on that. There are like little thumb pads that bankers get that like you, you stick your thumb on it, sort of like a fingerprint thing. Yeah, I know what you're talking and about. And it it's just rubber, like, wets and their little thumb. bumps on it. Well, no, it, it wets their thumb and then like they oh. use that to, oh. that's, so it's like an alternative to licking, which I can, I'm okay with that if you want to use that to be faster. it's saliva. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's artificial saliva. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. But yeah, nano diamond batteries. That's super neat. That's just chef's kiss. It's perfect. Some good stuff. Yeah. So that wasn't even on my list, but it should have been on my list because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then like we've, like I said, we've been using this in spacecraft forever because spacecraft have the problem of how do we make something last 50 years without charging besides like a weak amount of solar panel energy, which some of them don't even have solar panels. So how do we do that? We just put a big freaking piece of uranium inside of it and then harvest that energy and turn, like, turn the heat into electricity and easy Oh, I, I hate that people are dumb and won't like this idea. This is such a good idea. Oh, yeah, you haven't seen the movie The Martian, right? We've said that before. No, no, I well, haven't. Well, in, in the book, and I think in the movie as well, like he has to deal with the problem of like his, his rovers that he's in. or He has to conserve power because he has to try to make like a trek across Mars in them. Okay. And then so he has to use as little power as possible. So he turns off the heaters because those use like some of the most power out of anything on there. But then you freeze because Mars is cold as fuck. Mm-hmm. So he actually, what he did is he, he dug up a radio, like a, there's actually a probe that landed there before that had a, an RTG in it in the probe that got there but then the, like the actual rover didn't use the, that so they so when it landed there it buried the RTG in the ground okay and it marked it with the flag like don't nobody go anywhere near this because this is dangerous it's got radio like radioactive um, materials in it but he dug that up specifically so that way he could he put the RTG into the um, rover with him so that way he would generate heat and warm him up so he can get free heat for the whole trip huh. which is kind of an interesting little idea that's neat. Yeah. But um, outside of that, don't dig up RTGs, kids. It's not a good idea. Bad. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. But I, I wonder how they're able to... I wonder what like the output of these things are. 
Because that's, that's got to be the big catch, right? It, is like for me, it doesn't matter as long as you're making a use out of these, these dangerous materials. Well, sure. Like like the first case could be maybe watches because those require almost zero power, but you still got to change the battery every couple months. So put them in that, uh, if nothing else. But I would love to see that in um, bigger devices as well. Yeah. So uh, do you have any topics you wanted to talk about before um, I get into something big or something? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So here's something. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the Gus. Um, an Eddie podcast, and they were talking about um, La La Land, and like they were just going off movies, and then they hit like La La Land. Uh, have you seen La La Land? No, I hate La La Land. <laughs> I, I, I figured I it. would because I despise musicals. In I general. hate La La Land. Everyone says it was super good, mm-hmm. and I, I despise that. Didn't it movie. win like Best Picture that year? I think not that that means much. But. Well, there was another one called Moonlight that was the same thing, but it had African American actors, and I think that one were, were, did better for you yeah. know obvious reasons. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about that movie as well. But then they have that mix-up where like they they called up one of them that said they won Best Picture, and then the, after they were accepting the award, they're like, "We were wrong. We said the wrong name. It's uh, actually the other people." And they're like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> that's the worst." And uh. I don't remember which way around it was, if Moonlight won or if La 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 La, La win. Who cares? Lula. They're both ass. Um, so. <laughs> I don't like the movie because I'm watching the movie mm-hmm. and first off the romance is bad because like you know they they sing songs and they went to a museum together big whoop every okay. every romance starts that way yeah. going somewhere and they're like wow it's magical they went to like the holocaust museum or yeah, something yeah of course yeah I do that all the time yeah. um, but so they're singing they're you know they're they're doing their thing and the big con- you know how every like romance movie the movie has like a conflict this was yeah. a big conflict, right? So he wasn't really making it as a jazz guy. But right? she was? No, she has some other dream. Uh, she wants to be an actress. That's what that was her thing. thing. Um yeah, right, for real. So he joins a band uh-huh. and it's it has like a new like with I think it was John Legend, ironically. Huh. And um they have this new jazz style, right? And it's almost electric jazz. And he's starting to like make money. Mm-hmm. And they're going to start touring. And this was the big conflict. She goes, you wanted to open a jazz lounge here in LA, but now you're going to go tour. This wasn't your dream. Like, well, okay. And that's like, they as, broke up that way. Wait, seriously? Yeah. And I'm like, you moron, you need money to open a lounge. Yeah. Go tour, make money. Come well, okay, back. Well, what open year is this set in? Huh? What like decade is this set in? I don't know. I don't remember. Cause that does make a difference about how easily you can start a business. Um, I don't know, but he didn't have any money, and, he, and then he finally got a job make, yeah. playing jazz. Uh, and he's gonna tour. On, yeah, that's that's great. What like, a child! Like that is so that is so close to his actual dream. Yeah. That I would just consider that being part of the dream without question. Absolutely, or use that as a foundation. Yeah, he didn't have any work before that, then. That's a stepping stone. I was to, so unbelievably mad. And these people have apartments in yeah. L.A., Jacob. Yeah, and they're complaining about their dreams. <laughs> you, you, you have ninety percent of the American dream, and you're complaining that you're not a Jesus Christ. That, I that's why the I'm movie. asking, like, what decade it's set in? Because back in the day, you're like, oh, I worked at McDonald's for a couple hours, and then so I bought this farm that's like <laughs> five million acres of land, and I've also owned this whole island. And I'm actually referencing a real person right now. <laughs> the, yeah. Anyway, but like, yeah, it was it was different times back then. It's just for me, life got in the way of the movie for me. I was like, oh, yeah. they need to stop Just jealousy. <laughs> jealousy, yeah, but like, it's not convincing. It wasn't convincing. No. And I didn't I didn't buy their romance. It wasn't as special as any other romance I've seen. Yeah, I, I get that. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch a ton of romance movies typically. Oh, me neither. So that's yeah. probably why well, I, 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 I was interested. Well, the only reason why I was actually ever considering watching the movie, because I hate musicals, like I said. I don't watch any of them. Um, but I li- I'm a fan of Ryan Gosling and everybody's talking about how this movie is so good. So I'm like, okay, maybe eventually <laughs> I'll give in and watch it. Okay. You want to laugh? I was talking to some other friends about this, about this movie and not liking this movie. Yeah. And they're like, who's in it? I'm like, I don't know. Jake Gyllenhaal. And I said, Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal instead of Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Same person. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. But, um, the, what, what they were talking about is, um, in the podcast that I was listening to okay. was that they cried during the movie. So Cry. I thought this would be a good topic. Jacob crying. Yeah. When is it acceptable to cry for men? And like, and when when do you cry? Never and never. <laughs> <laughs> You've never cried. No, not not once. Actually, oh, wow. I came out of the womb um completely straight faced. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. Right. Um. But anyway, no, no. I think like this is a topic that um, almost everybody, <laughs> anybody who is talking about it, agrees on it in the sense that we should be encouraged to cry more often than we are in society. Yeah. Specifically, men, obviously, um, and I, I, I cry on occasion, 
What, uh, get, what gets you going, Jacob? What gets What's, me going? I mean, honestly, the running? The, what I've gotten most of the time, like pretty much responsibility for all the reasons I've cried in like the past decade have pretty much been just like missing somebody. So like if, if I, if like say Mariano, it was like here for a long time and then he left, it would make me sad. And sometimes that would maybe get me to cry sometimes. Oh, that's pretty wholesome. Or like if, um, like I, I moved away from my parents and I lived a year in a different part of the country. That made me sad a couple of times because it was hard. <laughs> it was really hard. Yeah. So I, I, I probably cried once or twice then. Those are pretty Obviously good. Obviously people dying. That doesn't help. Oh yeah, that, those are pretty. Rare. But I'm not. I'm not one of those people that gets like going. If I hear like a sad story or I watch a sad movie or anything like that, I can't really think of the last time a movie's made me cry. But yeah, me neither. But usually it's just like I miss people. That's most of the time. Hmm, that's what, fair. what about you? Um, for me, like a lot of war stories get me going. Really? Yeah. Like anytime I hear about like like I keep seeing you post like um. Like a guy, like, you know, it's like a World War II parade. Yeah. And like, there's just like one guy and he represented the whole squadron. And he was oh. the only guy that lived. Yeah. And I, I just get into that mindset of like, imagine like you have all your friends, or not friends, but these people that you're fighting with. Mm -hmm. And you were the only guy that lived. Yeah. That would really get to me. Um, war, yeah, war things like that can, they get me, like they traumatize me on that level. Yeah. But I, they don't get the the waterworks going, but like like Saving Private Ryan, but like, like that one part in the beginning specifically where that guy's like calling out for his mom as like his intestines are coming out of his yeah, body. Yeah. It's like, you just feel so bad for him. Yeah. And that kind of thing, it just makes me very sad thinking about how they had a whole life back home. Yeah. They had like a whole 18 years of life leading up to that. And then it's- It's just gone. It's just like that. And their parents are back at home and all that. It's sad. Yeah, no, it's a real rough. That Yeah, that's why, for me, I don't know, whatever reason, that stuff really brings like life to the forefront, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I saw a clip from the ending of Schindler's List. <laughs> and I, I never watched the movie, but that really it. got me. Please, wait, do it. are you going to spoil it? Because I don't want it spoiled, actually. Oh. Because it's like, people say it's like one of- the two best movies of all time. It's a really, it was a really good, I mean, that just the scene at the <laughs> end really got me. just the one scene that you saw was really good. <laughs> that one scene really got <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, really? It meant a lot. Yeah, that, that But that, that, that got you to cry then? It got me to tear up. Yeah. I, I didn't, I don't, that's, okay, that's I, I tear up, I don't really like ball, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, it depends, but like, I mean, if one scene out of context from a movie can get you to tear up, like that's that's powerful. I knew the context. Oh, you knew the context. Well, I mean, they explained it in the. Scene. Yeah, but you didn't watch the movies. What I mean, out of context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I might just be a big baby, though. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's, like you said, like, the whole topic. It's all relative. Everybody says that. Oh, you know, you shouldn't cry, and it's a, they they just ingrain that into you from like being a baby. Yeah, that's just kind of a thing, which yeah. is I guess fair, but whatever. I don't. What's the big deal? Like even like I like talking about what's made me cry is like embarrassing, but why? I don't uh, get it. I think inherently because we need people to have that like no matter what happens, I'm gonna move forward. And I guess the showing that emotion that this bothers you is. But part okay, of but why weakness. is it different for different genders though? Well, because women aren't expected to be like the provider in the forefront of a family. Okay. Set. Oh, so you're, so you're saying like. Typically, like say like a hunter gatherer tribe, kind yeah, of kind of an idea. Like the men were supposed to just suck it up and they got to get the food on the table. Yeah, that was the idea because like because yeah. you, you're, you're thinking like let's say like the worst thing happens for a family, mm -hmm. the idea was the guy needs to be the thing that like is able to withstand that and keep everybody going. Yeah, and like keep from everybody moving. You know what I mean? I, yeah, so, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it, it does. It does make sense, and, and that was more relevant back in the day. I think all the issues of like. Um, toxic masculinity and all those, all those like leftover things. Like you're not allowed to cry. Um, you got to walk a certain way. You got to look tough and all that kind of thing. All the, all those toxic masculinity things I think are kind of pathetic, honestly, in today's age. Yeah, I, I understand where they came from, but the fact that we can't move on from that as a society is honestly very sad to me. It's just, it, I, I see that as like almost a weakness in itself. Yeah. Like you're so insecure about yourself that you have to try to pretend to be manly to have any sort of confidence. But we're told that. I know, I know. I'm we're not saying I'm not saying kids, the people like, themselves are pathetic, but the ones who propagate that whole thing yeah. are, are pathetic. It's still the ones who will like tell you that, oh, that's you know, that's oh, you're being a pussy about that, or you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Stupid. No, I agree. I, I agree. think it's absolutely ridiculous. It's still that really gets though. on my nerves. Yeah, no, I get it. I totally get it. It's it's um like both Yeah, I know. I mean like it goes it goes it goes all ways too. Like yeah. um I do I do I I do that kind of stuff does make me feel because I can only see it from a male perspective. Yeah, but when when like um it's kind of 
assumed that women have it like way worse. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more balanced in that sense, but I can't say that because I'm not a woman. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. So we don't, so we I really can't make. We that have statement. to have a guest who is a woman to to, to really to, get into that. Well, because they would say, but they would say they have it worse regardless. Because maybe never they been would, maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. Depends. I don't know. I don't know. So it's. I, but I, I would think love it's to hear balanced. both sides of like perspectives on it. For because sure. like I've heard, like you know, like women have to worry more about like sexual predators. But I'm like, but guys get mugged too. I don't. I don't see. And you know, like, I, and, yeah. you, and then you have like. Okay, like you know what I mean, like like well, we have to give birth. It's like well, we go to war. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's. I, I think that would be something to say for, like I said, if we do have a, a, a female some, guest somebody to represent the other side. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I think that's fair. It's not fair. I, I can only yeah. see it from my perspective, anyways. But like like I was saying, I just the toxic masculinity thing. It drives me crazy. Yeah, in general, these like gender stereotypes. Should, like like aren't when very I at a certain point in my life. Like when I when I was just sort of you could call it a coming of age or whatever. Yeah, I had sort of a, a switch go in my brain where like okay, like as before if somebody had like maybe thought you were gay or or thought something you're doing was somewhat feminine, that was like the worst thing, right? Right. Yeah. That was really insulting. But then I, I was just that. like, wait a minute, what if I just don't care? If <laughs> if I, if somebody thinks I'm gay, that's okay. If somebody thinks what I'm doing is feminine, that's okay. Like I can be so much happier if I just don't care about those things. Which is becoming a little bit more present nowadays. Yeah, which I love. That's yeah, the thing. I, do. I like, like it too. We're actually moving in that direction very slowly, but we're getting there. Yeah. And especially having a, you know a lot of friends who aren't straight, it really helps reinforce that that it's a, hey, it's okay to be a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm really all for that. I think that's really cool. It's a very it's a healthier mindset. Like I'm, I wear skinny jeans now. <laughs> I didn't used to do gay? that. Is that normal? I thought that was normal. That I mean that that but that's something that used to be like embarrassing. People still make fun of that. Not oh. so much. It's it's you know that's pretty acceptable these days. But Jacob's but, skinny and can wear them. I would wear skinny <laughs> jeans if I could freaking fit the skinny jeans. Oh uh, yeah, but you know everybody has their own set of issues. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Ishai, how are we doing for time? I know you gave me a warning earlier. We're at an hour and six All right. I think we're gonna wrap it for this episode. Everybody, thanks for listening. Measure, you got anything to say? Um, uh, no, not really. All right. Uh, as always, you know, uh, rate us, <laughs> give us any amount of stars. <laughs> um, you know, contact us at our email, terminalsaden at gmail.com, yada, yada, yada. Share it with your friends. See you next episode. Bye.